No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. You haven't put on pants that don't have elastic in weeks. You may or may not be showering on the rag. <laughs> your hair is all weird. Your beard's all puffy. I know mine is. Here's the deal, man. Harry's got you covered. It is not the time to overpay for razors at the drugstore. And Harry's knows sometimes it's better to stay inside like right now. So what they're going to do is they're going to ship high quality razors right to your house. Now, this isn't just BS razors. These are like top of the line. Little handle is dope. Their shaving products are awesome. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's to claim your special trial offer by going to harrys.com forward slash NSR. This is like $13 worth of stuff. They're giving you for three bucks, man. So if you're sitting at home using a dull razor that's making you bleed when you use it, ouch. Don't go to the store. Don't do that. Go to harrys.com forward slash NSR. Pay three bucks. They're going to send you a little kit. It's a, I'll tell you what's in it. It's a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go when you can finally leave the house again. And you can feel good about your purchase. hundred percent quality guaranteed. If you don't dig it, let them know. They'll give you a full refund. And 1% of the proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule, not theirs, with or without a subscription. So really, you don't have anything to lose, man. You just go to harrys.com forward slash NSR, pay three bucks. They send you a really cool box with all kinds of stuff in it. You're going to dig it. You're going to love it. It's made in a German blade factory that's been making blades for like hundred years or something and it is the best of the best because it's part of no simple road and harry's is a sponsor of no simple road so check it out get rid of that old crap yeah you don't want that have you ever listened to fish out of a fish that you got from electric fish lights shit, shit. all right man here's the deal electricfishlights.com or at electricfishlights on instagram these lights are the thing to brighten up your day. Get it? 
get it. I do get it. Brighten up your day. It's a light. But it will also make you happy. (laughs) They use a thing called interlocking quadrilaterals. What is that, you ask? What is hey, that? What is, I, that? What is IQ what is technology? IQ? That is a system made of 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And when you add more pieces, the shapes are endless. List, 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 list. You design it, they build it. Choose your shape, size, and color, and all lamps come fully assembled and are ready to be plugged in when they arrive. Listen. That's true. Here's the deal. You're deciding what the light looks like. You're like, I want the light to look like my uh, Get Inverted logo. And boom. They're going to hook it up for you. Yeah. I want it to look like a giant pickle. Well, I, I love the up. latest. One of the latest ones on the site <laughs> is one of the pigs from Those Angry tea. Birds. Awesome. <laughs> All these lights are made from upcycled vinyl like milk jug plastic and come with a 12-foot cord, 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on LED light bulb, and a hardware kit to hang the light. They will leave you hanging. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And they are part of the No Stimple Road family, and they are doing a promotion for us if you put in nsr at the checkout you will receive 10 percent off and any nsr family member that orders a light with the color changing upgrade you know what you're gonna get what are you gonna gonna get get a limited edition special promotional no simple road print one of those dope posters posters. that he made for us yes and if you're wondering what we're talking about at the beginning of the of the commercial here when we're like have you ever listened fish out of a fish that you got got from from electric fish lights they also have a light bulb that has a speaker in it. It will color change. It will play music. It will blow your mind. It'll take you places you've never been before. So go to at Electric Fish Lights on Instagram or electricfishlights.com online and hook yourself up with some fabulous merchandise. And get enlightened. Oh, shit. Ooh. Wow, that's a new slogan. Get enlightened with electric <laughs> fish lights. <laughs> I can't say it. Try it again. Electric, electric fish. Electric fish of lights. Enlightened. I was going to say it. Do it. Do it nice. Electric fish lights. Yay. Yeah. Hey. Whoa. Whoa. Take it easy, killer. Whoa. Is it on? It's on. It's on. Well, guess what? Chicken butt. We have another sponsor that helps us out here over at No Simple Road, which Ooh. it's a place where I work at. It is Define. Premium Cannabis. Wow. And we have two locations up here in the Portland area, one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove, and we are deemed essential. So all throughout all this, we have been there providing medicine to the people, and we want to hook you up. So if you come in, visit either location, say you listen to No Simple Road, you will get 10% off your purchase, and you will get a free T-shirt. And if you go to the location in Hillsboro Monday through Friday, and you ask for Apple, he'll come out of the back dressed like a bag person, like a homeless guy. And your exact perfect purchase of cannabis product will fall out of his beard onto the counter for you. Okay, that's a weird one. Yeah. You're getting out there this time. But yeah, come on in and I'll try to do my best to fulfill that. But yeah, come in. We will hook you up. We got your top, topicals, edibles, smokables, dabbables, vapables. We have all the ebbles. So you come do. visit us. Yeah, and if you're not educated, that's one of our favorite things to do is educate people. We carry so many products. And a lot of times if we don't have something you want. 
tell me what it is, and we will see if we can get it. And if you let them know that you're part of the No Simple Road family and you listen to the show, they will give you 10% off and a free t-shirt. Visit the location in Hillsboro or the one in Forest Grove and take care of your head. Shop Tour Bus is one of our beautiful sponsors for a long time now. Our oldest sponsor. Yeah, we believe in them because they constantly put out new and wonderful shirts that are inspired by dead lyrics like like the new ripple design that's out it is a harp unstrung and you should go to at shop tour bus on instagram and check out that design yeah so uh shop tour bus not only gives you a beautiful wonderfully handcrafted design shirt but they put it in a cute little box with a bunch of fun little knickknacks like stickers, pencils, and one of the coolest things. A Grateful Dead bootleg. That's magic that comes to you with the exact songs on it that you need to hear for wherever you're at in the space-time continuum. They do. They speak towards you. Like, I just got the newest one. Mel got me one for my birthday with the lazy lightning. And that's one of my favorite and shirts to wear. And you look good in it, too. I, 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 I thank you. Yeah, I get that at work, too. And people... The way they do this, it's so clever. Like, like people see different stuff in it that don't know who Dead and Company or Grateful Dead are. Yeah, and they see different things, but it all they attract attention. People, people look at them. They want to know yeah. more about the design. Yeah. And you're going to be going to a show here sooner or later. And when you do, don't go in last year's tour Zoom gear. Call. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, do a cute little Zoom with your new shop tour bus tee. So go to uh, shop tour bus. Um, on Instagram or no, it's at shop tour bus, right? And then shop tour um, on the web and check them out. Scroll, find a hoodie, a little kid's t-shirt, baseball, hat. maybe baseball hat, stickers. some stickers. They're going to put it in that awesome box. They're going to send it to you. And the very best thing when they send it to you, if you put in the promo code, no simple road, you get free shipping. Yay! At Shop Tour Bus on Instagram, shoptourbus.com online, and get more than you bargained for. No Simple Road is part of Osiris Media, and where it all started for No Simple Road is the Broke Down Podcast. Yes. Jonathan over at Broke Down thought it would be a great idea for us to be part of Osiris Media, and because of him and RJ and Tom, we are there today, part of this great family of music and culture podcasts that continue to innovate and blow everybody's minds with new content but first and foremost was jonathan in our world and thank you jonathan for doing that for us man if you guys out there have not listened to the broke down podcast you need to go check them out jonathan takes painstaking (laughs) time and dedication and puts together amazing Grateful like Dead seamlessly somehow edits Grateful different stuff into so it sounds like one show. Yeah, and he's also been doing some amazing interviews over there. So if you haven't checked out Broke Down Podcast, go check it out, and also check out all the other podcasts on Osiris Media. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening.
We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. sound effect buttons don't do that it's funny we don't use the sound effect buttons i was much. so excited for the sound effect buttons when i ordered this board and <laughs> yeah, i was yes, like i'm gonna were. use them all the time but we you, use them like twice no you started using it like a little overuse and then yeah <laughs> and yeah we got a little carried just, away the instead of scaling back you just stopped it's like that, <laughs> that new toy you get you're just having you're like, so much i'm and not gonna sudden, play with nah. it <laughs> never mind hey now no simple road family what's happening everybody welcome back Yay, welcome back guys welcome back our names are the same as last time. So something <laughs> special yeah. is happening. Oh, this is Aaron. This, this is, is Apple. Mel. Okay. And we're we coming from the porch. the porch. Yes. And speaking of the porch, my very first thing before we start any business is a special and dear shout out to the Abel family for allowing us to spend time with their family and having a beautiful evening and creating the most beautiful piece of art for the porch i'm gonna take a picture of it yeah when done and post it gotta post not that. only did she do that but she gave me the most amazing bouquet i have like literally it's stunning still five days later it's still in beautiful yeah, shape we can see it right now i'm looking at it as i speak you can't and see it. so i just want to say there i needed that love and they came and brought it and just thank you for um, brightening up the No Simple Road crew um, this weekend. And yeah. Yes, they're a special family, and we had not seen them since February. Since March, since Mar- uh, uh, Andy Umfrey- Frasco and Umphreys McGee. Okay, yeah. It's a, you know, this week's guest is Mojo Han. And woo, 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 yeah. Mojo Han. If you haven't heard of these guys, you need to go check them out. Uh, you can Google Mojo Han Jam Band, and they will come up. You can also check them out on Facebook and also Instagram. Uh, but the thing that really struck me about these guys is the community that is organically grown around them. And 
you know, it's talking about the Ables and um, the No Simple Road crew and all that. It really is important to underscore the depth that community and family bring to our worlds. It, there is nothing that can take the place of that. The, that feeling of being with people that you love, that you have a good time with, that um, just get you and that you could just be yourself and it's there's no other feeling like that in the world and that that's one of my favorite things about no simple road and the community that's grown up around it is that and then seeing these guys in mojohan doing their thing back east with the same kind of organized little community coming up around them is is badass mm-hmm. yeah and and something <clears throat> that that we need to say here because this isn't in the interview we just saw today this the like just hope <laughs> is they are planning uh they're going to be having their fourth annual mojo fest it's happening in monmouth county new jersey and you can message them on their instagram or facebook for the details of that but yeah Check out yeah, Mojo July twenty fifth. If, if you're back east and and you wish need we could be there, <laughs> I tell you what, man, I could use a little Mojo Fest in my life right now. I really, really could. I don't know about you guys, but it would be really nice to hear some live music, songs filling the air, and smell body odor and good cannabis in in the air and. I uh, smell that all at home. <laughs> <laughs> wow. okay. okay. Other people's okay. Okay. Good, good point. I, but, I just that, say, again, hopefully, I hopefully smell. it's not as strong as like the festivals, especially the BO part. But yeah, man, it it's cool that that's happening. I'm excited for them, uh, especially right now. Like, <sighs> it's so necessary, man. I just the need for that is so dire. In, in my mind, I never thought of live music being an essential thing before. Never, ever occurred to me that it, there could be a situation where live music didn't happen. Did you ever conceive of that? Why, never. why I, would anybody? I've always considered music essential, but yeah, live music, that's a separate, like, like well, I can still listen to music without live seeing music, it live. Dude. Well. After a little while, you want to see and feel that live thing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Mojo Handy, another thing that really struck me about these guys is they're so young. They're, I don't think anybody in the band is over 21, right? Is I that right? Just turned 21. They're saying, well, we're, we talk about it in this interview. Okay. And, but they're young guys, man. Yeah. And the depth of talent that's coming out of them at such a young age. I'm super excited to see what happens with them and where they go. I, I can only imagine great things for them. I mean, it's, it's a cool thing to see young dudes that have hopped on the bus with both feet and are decided to drive. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And well, and to be doing that like this already, their fourth annual mojo fest they've already they're four years into doing oh, wow. their I own even festival put that together yeah <laughs> you know, they, like, i mean they created their own community they i mean that's all on facebook they're it's open to fans well i don't know if it is now but it was open to fans to like 
vote on what you want to hear in the second set. And I mean, it's just really cool what these younger people are doing. And visuals by Spaghetti Jesus it and Slob Dylan. And Slob Dylan. <laughs> I saw that. That's Apple all you, made. you guys are Dylan. awesome. It's uh, funny, man. All right. But we're going to get you to the interview. We're going to make it make it snappy this week, but we're going to do the business real quick. Well, wait, hold on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. Oh, okay. So you are going to get there. Yeah, and the then I'll... first part of the business that we're going to do is, listen, we know times are tight. I get it. If you want to do Boy. something for No Simple Road that doesn't cost one stinking red cent, you can go on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and a little couple words in there, and it will warm our hearts. It'll spread the show. It'll help people find out about us. And I think we have two new reviews this week. Yay. Apple, go. Huh? Well, I'll take one. You want to yeah. do one too, Mel? Yeah, you read, You have it pulled up first, so you can Okay, I'll, one. I'll take the... Uh, this is Love from Florida. Uh, Florida Metal Jam. Ooh. Been listening to the show for two years now. One day I typed in Grateful Dead podcast and yours was one of the ones that popped up. Been been listening. That was not the soundboard either. Been listening ever since. You guys are a beautiful family and provide me with a great feel-good podcast and with great guests. I could say a lot more, but I'll keep it pretty short. Thank you, Aaron, Apple, Ryder, and the beautiful Mel. Oh, and give Jasper a hug for me. Love, wow. Brandon. Oh, Brandon, thank you so much, brother. I, I you've been you listening for years, Jasper. and it's nice to thank you for reaching out. And yeah, man, that, Brandon. That's thank what it's you. all about, right there. You that, squished my heart. Yeah, you made Mel light up. So you gonna read the other one, Mel? Oh, I, she she got all <laughs> flushes. Oh, she just put her phone down. That, that was it. The beautiful Mel. All right. Um, this is Simple Pleasures by Terrapin Max. Um, how have I not heard about this podcast until now? I am so glad my dear friend told me to tune into the Billy Strings episode. Now I am hooked and will be a regular listener. Thank you for keeping the magic alive during these difficult times. Grateful. Erica, fourth grade teacher. Fourth grade teacher. Oh. We love you. Hell yeah, Welcome to Erica. the family, Erica. Welcome to the fam. And you know what? This is the best time to find out about it because then you can go back and listen. Oh, so shit. Right on, Erica. Check this out. What? Okay. So I was talking about how if you want to do something for No Simple Road that doesn't cost any money, you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Erica went one step further. What? So... Oh, is she our new Chandonator? We have two new Chandonators. If you if you're new to if you're new to No Simple Road, I'm gonna break it down for you. The way that we pay for No Simple Road is through Patreon and in our advertising. <clears throat> but mostly Patreon. And so what Patreon is, it's a way for you to donate to the show monthly. You pledge however much you want, as little as a buck, as much as you want, up to ten million dollars a week if you want. But here's the thing. Not only do you get the satisfaction of knowing that you're helping us continue to put out the show, but you also get a warm, fuzzy feeling inside your heart. <laughs> and that is priceless. 
When you know that, that you're supporting something yeah. that means something to you, yeah. I know it sounds fucking cheesy as shit, but it's no. absolutely true, man. You can feel good knowing that you are helping us continue doing this and that we are putting love out into the world. And so you're doing your part to help yeah. us spread the vibration of love and connection and community out to the community. We're not doing mean stuff. No. And so on that note, Erica not only left a review on Apple Podcasts, but she is one of our new Chan donators. Oh, Erica. Erica. And also John R. John R. Signed up on Patreon. Dang, John, John R. R. So thank you. You guys, thank you so much. It means Thank you, thank you. It means Aww. so much to us to know that you believe in us and that you're oh. taking digital ones and zeros and placing them in our world. in our wonderful care. Yep. And, and we'll we take hope care of that them. you have enjoyable many countless listening hours yeah man thank and you so that's patreon.com forward slash no simple road if you want to check that out and also when we say chan donator that's <laughs> that's somebody that signed up on patreon that's a chan donator yeah in case you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> what did, where did oh that came from a uh recording yeah there we we got a google voice message <laughs> it, which also I you can get sometimes i forget we started have that. from yeah do one of those guys you can call our tepid line at 971-808-1524 that's 971-808-1524 and that is a voicemail line and you can leave like Weird stories, your dreams, uh, trip report, um, uh, album review, how you whatever got you want. To the show. Yeah, like whatever, whatever you want. Grateful Dead stories that you love, um, a new band that you heard of that you want us to know about. You can do that. And so when you guys do that, Google translates it into words, whatever you say. And somebody signed up on Patreon and called the tepid line. And when they, they said Patreon donator, and Google translated it to Chan Donator. Yeah, so, and it always will be as much as I can. <laughs> and it, it, we love the voicemail because any, I'm sure there's some people out there that have this. You, when you listen to a message, it never. It's like when you talk to your phone to send a text. It, it never, never gets never it right. right. And some of the times what comes out of it is freaking hilarious. Yeah, so. man. So that's 971-808-1524 if you want to check that out. You can also go to www. No, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> www.wopno. Wow. Go to www.wopno okay. and no com. Yeah. And that is where we have uh, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, our merch is up there. And thank you to everybody that's bought t shirts lately. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, and that also, was really good to hear. It, just a heads up, the image that's on the website for the yellow hand stickers, we are out of the yellow hand stickers and a couple people have ordered them lately, but you're getting a surprise in the mail that you're going to be just as happy with. So don't worry, I got you covered. Um, and use the hashtag no simple road when you're on Instagram so, so that we, we can know what see what's going on. And we also have a Reddit page, r forward slash no simple road. If you're into Redditing, you can go over there and hang out with the no simple road family on Reddit. And did I miss anything, everybody? Are we ready? No, I think that's it. I think it's time to get your mojo hand on to listening to this interview. All right, man. We love you guys. We'll see you on the other side. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you mojo Mojo hand. Settle down 
falling off during the interview apple because that that's just not kosher 
it's not okay. All right. No. Well, I mean, the listeners wouldn't know, but yes, they would. No, they, they know they all about no your pants, my friend. Pants. Melanie, tell Apple that everybody knows about his pants. Tell him. They're delicious? No, Apple <laughs> pants aren't delicious. What are you talking about? <laughs> apple pants? Those uh, are, would be so good. Apple, I wear <laughs> apple bottom jeans. Wow. <laughs> and the boots with the fur? So I got the good badonk badonk. <laughs> oh my the God. The badonk badonk. Wow. I'm, I'm that different than the badonk badonk? I can't with you two right now. Oh, are you recording? No, I'm not. I'm going to do this whole interview and forget to talk to Hey. You. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? We're doing good. So this is Aaron and... And Mel. Welcome. And... And Apple. Thanks for joining us, guys. And Darwin's laying under the table. Who do we got on the other end? Uh, this is Elijah. What's up, Elijah? And this is Ian. What's happening, Ian? What's going on, guys? Hey, Elijah well, and Ian. We are sufficiently caffeinated, had plenty of sugar <laughs> and yeah. cannabis. Myself as well. <laughs> yeah, beautiful Saturday morning. Well, t- tell tell the listeners who you are, as well as who you are, what, what you do. <laughs> uh, so this is Elijah. I play guitar and I sing in Mojo Hands. Brad. And... Uh, I play keyboard, and I also sing occasionally in our band, Mojo Hand, that's a, a, a East Coast-based jam band. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, man. Okay, first off, thanks for hitting us up. Um, it's no still problem. It's still weird for us, like, at least for me. I don't know about you two, but, like, when people hit us up, it's strange because I'm used to reaching out to people and asking them to come on the show. But when we get somebody that's like, hey, check out our music, I'm like, who, us? Why would you want us to check out your music? And then I remember <laughs> that we have a podcast. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. It's super special. <laughs> it's super special when bands reach out to us, you know, because it's, it's flattering. It's very flattering. It's oh, nice shucks. to know that people are listening. <laughs> Apple's flattered, guys. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what struck me first about your thing is the community that you have around your band, like the videos of Mojo Fest. I, I told you in the email, man, like it reminds me of us back in the late eighties, early nineties. It really like, it's like a time warp thing. It's a trip, man. How did that come up for you guys? Like you started the band, but how did the community gather around you guys? Well, <clears throat> We've always had trouble uh, fitting into the local scene, whether it's just because of uh, like the type of music we play or certain venues that aren't really super cool towards new bands. So we just figured that we should just put stuff together ourselves. And it really started with Mojo Fest and just, I mean, it started with just our friends coming and then word of mouth just grew and, now we started to uh, garner a little community around us. And so fucking rad. It, it, we're happy we did it that way because we think it's way better than just playing normal venues and, you know, well, if the regular yeah, local band. And yeah, you guys created something yourself. Totally. That's awesome and that it, you just bypassed that. And like, we're going to do our own thing. <laughs> and if you think about it too, man, like, that's exactly what the dead did back in the day. Like, they weren't playing huge venues and big shows they were hanging out with their friends and doing what they did and playing their music and it just organically kind of 
this thing happened around the band that took on a life of its own. And I see that happening with you guys and it's super cool, man. And then this morning, like Apple's kind of like our research guy for the show. And on days of interviews, like we'll sit out on the porch in the morning and he'll like read stuff from the internet to everybody. So we all know information about who we're talking about or who we're talking to. And, uh, he was reading about you guys and I'm floored that you're 20 years old. Like I, I thought you were at least mid to late twenties for sure. I was actually telling Mel that earlier this morning and then reading about you guys getting turned on at a dead and company show. Like how old were you guys when you went to that first dead and company show? When I, my first dead and company show I think I was 15. Holy I, shit. our bassist dad, uh, is a huge deadhead. And he always said like that he was going to take us to a show one time. And he took me in the first show. I didn't really get it. I just, I don't, I was listening to a lot of punk music and I just wasn't really, I just didn't really have the background to understand it. Although I had a lot of fun and I liked it, but then throughout, that was their first, uh, fall tour like when they had that their first tour yeah. and then that following summer during the summer tour i saw two more shows from that and by the second show i was just like oh now i get this like and i was hooked from then on heck yeah <laughs> what you know what was different what what do you think was different from that first and second time what what do you think made it click um i think I mean, the first show I saw definitely opened my my eyes to the possibilities that that the dead music and, and community had. But just since it was so new to me, I guess I didn't really, I wasn't able to take it all in at once. Mm-hmm. And then that summer, it was uh, it was at we we saw this show at City Field, the two nights at City Field, and and that show, I mean, it was it's at city field. It's a giant baseball stadium. And we spent the day on the lot and just. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. That's just when it clicked for me. I don't know. It, it, it was just all those people in the arena, just in the stadium, just singing along to the songs. And it was just unlike anything I'd ever seen before. Yeah, it's... It's definitely a trip, man. And what's weird to me about the whole thing is like, like I said, it's been 32 years since I went to my first show. And like, I had that experience and Mel's had her experience. Apple's had his. And then everybody else that's in that crowd has had theirs. And it just keeps happening, man. Like, it just keeps continuing on. And when you say that it clicked, I know what you mean. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a trip yeah, to me. Right. Totally. Yeah. 
and I think the fact that it keeps happening is just proof of of that it really is something real. It really is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is something real? The, that magic. What's what, what's the it? Is it the dead? Yeah. Is it like what part of it is real that keeps con- getting confirmed through young people rolling on the train? It's a good. That's a good question. Um, wouldn't it be funny if I could just answer that? Yeah, then right. you're like, oh, and I'm like, yes, okay. There you go, <laughs> nailed it. But it's great to hear yeah. everybody's version of it, you know, because like yeah. sometimes you just have, like, especially like from a little bit of a younger mind, you have another perspective than people who have, it's been 30 years for, it's not new anymore. It's it's not the same thing. Your experience is brand new and you have a new like dialect because you're younger. So always even if it's kind of a similar answer your explanation might be a little bit you know more clear or different just different good, yeah. yeah right absolutely um i mean like for me like we i'm sure we all know the the um jerry garcia quote where he says the dead are, are like licorice mm-hmm. like some people really like it some people really don't like it right right yeah. and a part of it has to do with that environment that everybody was just speaking about a second ago where, you know, you show up at, you know, like one in the afternoon or 12 PM even, uh, for like an eight o'clock show and you're there all day in the sun and music is playing all the time. And it's almost like a, like a survival experience. Like by the end of it, by the end of that day, you're like, wow, I am, I have not been this tired ever, I yeah. think. And, uh, or this, you know, high. But to do it again, you do it again. I think you do it. You're like, Oh my God, I can't do that again. Or I can't wait to do that again. You know? And, yeah. uh, so I think once, like, if that's an attractive thing to you, you can't not be a part of it, regardless of what kind of background you're, you come from or what type of thing musically you even listen to. Um, you're going to keep wanting to come back to that because especially in this day and age where things are, they feel very separated. And yeah. in the time of pandemic, you know, things are also separated. Uh, but with social media in general, things are, are distant. But when you go to a place like that and you're in an environment like that, um, there's a, a thing that can't be captured on the phones. And mm-hmm. I think that that's really compelling. Um, yeah, the feelings, you know, it's yeah. something beyond the music. Like if you just see a video that somebody takes from the lot, like, yeah, you can see all of the aspects that are there, the core tenets of what, what's there. You can see the artwork and the, you know, the, the people who are selling things and playing music and things like that. But, um, the heart of it isn't present unless mm-hmm. you're there. And, uh, translating that through stories, I think is really what attracts people to come in and I I don't want to say that the music is like an afterthought but I think in some cases people just are so attracted to that human spirit that mm. they're so lacking right now um, and they go they're you know convinced to go through this journey and if it's something that pulls them in then they just want to go back to that and then you know then they associate that with the music and then they just fall mm-hmm. up. So like you're, the music is a byproduct of the connection of the community, basically. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Well, and then, you know, cause some, you know, the music is the initial draw. Like that's the reason why everybody's well, there. Well, that's not, that's not why I went. But there would be no reason to 
go is what I'm oh, saying. Okay. Like the yeah, music yeah. brings the people and then what, however you get there, whether it's the music or not, like the music is the hub and what happens in, in between yeah. that is the magic of oh, connection shit. and meeting and yeah. diversity and like a cool journey. And that's what the mad, that's what we always it, That's the magic that's created by all those things yeah. coming together in one pot. And then the magic comes out of that it's delicious stew. Yeah. But I, I like your perspective on if that's attractive to you because some people can go in those environments and think like, oh my God, it stinks or like it's too much. It's Yeah. Like there's too much input, you know, like there's people everywhere and it's hot and I just, I want to just go into the show already and like, you know, but for other people, they see that and they're like, wow, people are living. People are like talking, enjoying each other. Like I think of yeah. when, when we were in Denver and I was wearing that Beetlejuice suit and that guy just came up and was like, oh, shit, you got, you know, like he was we so excited. Yeah. And like when other, would that really happen? Like, well, when, when other would you yeah. be wearing a fucking Beetlejuice outfit? Hey, look. Other than Hall- Halloween, a fish show or a yeah. dead show. Yeah. Oh. Just, you know, just the interaction and the interplay yeah, no, is so you. important to the experience. And yeah, you guys are right. It's just like a really it, awesome. I think yeah. that's one reason too that people are, because we've been there where you go to a show, you go to a show with no ticket and if you don't end up getting a ticket you have so much fun just being in the lot and hearing the music in the yeah. background you still have a blast well, yeah, there, yeah there's something too though that I don't know if it gets talked about it a lot but at least for me f- how it went down at first wasn't fun for me like that first show the first couple was fucking right. fucking terrifying man it, it for real like thinking back on it now i can re-feel that feeling like it happened an hour ago that's like the the psychedelic imprint that it placed on me because like you i was listening to a lot of punk rock music and very fucking angry and angsty and mixed up and being in that much psychedelic vibration at once with 30,000 people all connected telepathically music playing people spinning the smells the colors all of it at once it was shaking something inside of me that I didn't even know was there and it was fucking scary as fuck at first it was very (laughs) it, it was tearing me apart but once that shell broke, what came out was beautiful. And that it's a, it's the hero's journey in a, in a lot of ways. And in, in a four hour concert, you're going through the hero's journey from beginning right. to end. And then yeah. I, for wait, you, wait. for you guys, do, like after that happens, wh- what's the connection to wanting to play it that, that quickly? I mean, uh, we were already, uh, musicians before okay. we saw the dead but i think at least i can speak for myself like when i saw when i saw even just musically like you know i remember that i remember feeling like this music this band can play any type of music mm-hmm. or so many different types of music and it's not just limited to you know, one, one, one musical path. They explored so many different types. They explored country and, and jazz fusion and, and blues. And, and I just remember thinking like, 
I remember because seeing seeing the dead do that showed me let me into so many different worlds that I had never you know I started listening to more blues and more country and and just yeah I started off like my first really big influence was the dead but now I have so many other wide influences that I never would have come across if I hadn't seen dead and company that first time yeah I we were actually talking about that this morning man just just today um I was saying like back in the day the dead Hendrix the doors all that Zeppelin those guys were listening to old blues guys and you know R&B and stuff from back in the day they didn't have the influences that we have now and so their music was an extension of that from the past but where mm-hmm. you but where you guys are sitting you have a really unique position because you not only have all that stuff that they drew upon but you have all the new shit too so you've got you know dead the grateful dead you've got dead and company you've got the chris robinson brotherhood circles around the sun pigeons playing ping pong yeah. like lettuce blah 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 on and on and on and so what you guys are doing is a further extension of this scene that grew out of the Grateful Dead. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And we, and we try, we, we try to think about like when we play for a lot of audiences that have never heard of the Grateful Dead, let alone any of those bands that you mentioned have come after them. And, but we know we've seen the power like we were saying of mm-hmm. like when you go to a dead show and everyone and just the thing that clicks for people. And so we try to kind of get people into our scene that wouldn't normally like any music that has this kind of older sound or more rootsy sound, you know, and, it, and it, and we have gotten some people to, to listen to it and, and I think it's a testament to like what we were saying before of the, of the power of, of that thing that can just click for people. Like the human experience of just going and, and listening to music and dancing and, and singing with a crowd of people. There's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of like, think of, if you think about the world that we live in right now, like you were saying, social media, yeah, we're all connected, but it's also a dividing line. It draws lines between everything. And when yeah. you get in a crowd like that and 30,000 or 50,000 people are, or even 500 fuck are synced up and singing together, dancing together, moving together and creating the music because the crowd is just as involved as the band in creating the music in a show like that. And yeah. there's, there's a lot of power in that. And, with everything that's going on right now, like it's been tough to not have that outlet for us as fans. Has it been hard for you guys not being able to play out live during all of this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, it's music is definitely what I know just, for people who just listen to music and for musicians alike, it's what keeps us sane. Mm-hmm. So just not having that outlet really 
in ways it's good because I know when we come back it'll be it'll be even better than ever. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely been tough and it's definitely been a challenge. Yeah. What what kind of stuff have you guys been doing to keep your shit together during all this besides practicing and playing? Well, that's one thing I was gonna say. I saw, I watched <laughs> you guys the the Sunday songs with Joe and Elijah. I, I like that; those are cool. And you guys are just having so much fun. And uh, what I mean, the rest of you, it looks like just the two of you can kind of get together, and not the whole band. What's that looking like? Well, so our drummer Jasper, who I met in uh, in college, he uh, he's from the West Coast. So before this happened we had spring break and he was going home to stay with his family for spring break. And now he's stuck there. Oh, so, okay. so we're just waiting for him to come back and then we'll be able to practice all together again. But yeah, me and Joe and Ian recently just started getting together and it's been good, but it would definitely be better with a, with the full band. So we're just waiting on Jasper to get back. No, but to think like I've been writing a lot and I like, I've been writing an amount of songs that I definitely wouldn't have written if I didn't have this amount of free time. So if any silver lining for me, that would probably be had a lot more time to be creative. Yeah. Like having, having something um, happen like this where you're able to, in a sense, explore yourself and your creativity. I mean, it pushes you in a way because when you can't get together in person, or um, something stops you from practicing. It's like, how do I continue to be a musician? And there is a way, right? There's a way to, to continue to do those things. You just have to be creative and you have to push yourself in a way um, to be able to do that. You know, and uh, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's backing, he's backing up. Microwave. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Crazy things are happening right now. It's all good. Um, but yeah, you you have to figure out how to be still be that because you can still be that. You have to just find the pathway within yourself um, and together. And so we, we did set up um, like a weekly meeting where we talked about things that we could do to keep people's attention um, and just share ideas with one another. Uh, so one thing that we did do was uh, in the very early part of this was we just recorded a part of the song um, individually and then we would put it together. We like played to a track and, and would put it together and post. And I think at least for me, just seeing everybody together, even though we weren't in the same space um, did, did help me keep my head in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when we, as things progressed, because I mean, it, it is, it was extremely scary for me in the beginning and for a lot of people, because you just don't know what, is happening, what you should be afraid of and what you shouldn't be afraid of. Right. And, and just to have those little, you know, uh, peaks of, of light is extremely important. And then when we started to get that momentum, uh, more ideas started to come out. And I am confident now that we're just going to come back stronger than ever um, because of things like this even. I mean, we wouldn't have thought to 
uh, reach out to a lot of people like who wants to talk to us on a podcast or whatever, but we do because this situation <laughs> has forced exactly, exactly. But, but the mindset wasn't there right. at yeah. the time because we were forced in a way to think outside the box. We were like, all right, I guess we'll like reach out. And even if we're not so confident in it, let's see. And it worked out great, you know? So in a way it showed us that there are doors that we can explore that we haven't. Um, and that, Playing shows isn't the end-all be-all, and so when we can play shows, we'll be doing that and the things that we learned throughout this whole experience. So You know, dude, that's a really, like, grounded view of what's going on. That's really it. fucking rad. And, you know... <laughs> Thank it, you. Yeah, it trips. It's, it's very strange because through all of this, like, we rely a lot on outside influence to to and distraction to influence our inner world and what this has done is forced us to we don't have that that's not there and playing music is is a equally strange thing because with no audience nobody's hearing the music but you and so like playing guitar are you playing for other people or are you playing to make yourself feel good and I think that for musicians that haven't figured that out, this thing has put them in a position where they're playing for themselves right now. And yeah. finding that solace in that space, that, that outlet is just for you right now. And then, and then putting it out on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like It's coming from a different place at the moment. Yeah, and it also... It- it in a in a weird way has leveled the playing field. I mean, everyone at this point is oh, stuck shit. with with just putting videos on YouTube. So the same way that let's say Phil Lesh is making videos with <laughs> with his band and just none of them are in the same room and they're editing it together and posting it like the same thing that any band is able to do right now. So right. in a way it kind of just levels the playing field totally and everybody's playing home court yeah <laughs> like yeah. like your own vin the same venue here's another thing and too. in a way bands smaller bands were already the ones who were doing things like this right. online yeah and so it really is like you know home field because maybe some of the uh the more established bands hadn't been doing doing as much things online yeah, and they didn't have aren't to. as used to it you know yeah when you can go play red rocks why are you going to put together a a tiktok video right. or, from, yeah, your living from your living yeah. room yeah you're not yeah. you're going to go play red rocks but the, the thing is too man like one thing that i've realized from doing no simple road when we first started doing it like maybe when we talked to oteal I realized that the people that we're talking to are just other people. They happen to be masters at the thing that they do, but it's just people that are living their life. They wake up in the morning and have issues and struggles and they're not wizards. They're not just popping into existence and then leaving the earth. They're, they're just dudes and girls just like us. You know what I mean? And well, Adam McDougal's a wizard. Yes. Adam is a wizard. That's true. (laughs) But I think too that one of the things that's coming out of this is a realization that as creative people, 
we have the choice to make things the way that we want them to be as far as your art or your your creation goes. So if you guys want to be, you know, the an, an extension of the Grateful Dead world or jam band music or whatever you want to call it, then all you have to do is decide to do it, put in the work and it'll happen. It's it's that manifestation thing happening and this has quieted the noise a lot so that you're able to focus and do that. Yeah. It's and that's what's so good about this music is that and the theme is that it's truly appreciative of just people expressing themselves. And unlike a lot of other music is. So like you said, like all you got to do is you just have to express yourself and, and people in this scene will appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it's coming from, from the heart, this, this scene sees it. That's one of the things that I really love about the jam community is that if it's coming from a good place and it's the intention is, is pure, the scene responds to that thing. And I think that's what I saw in the video of you guys with, with your festival. Those people that are there are not faking that. You know what I mean? That That's real connection. That's, those people are fucking having fun. You can't fake that. You know, I, I, I don't know why it's stuck in my head, but there's one kid that's like wearing a Grateful Dead flag. And I just remember seeing him and thinking, you, you can't fake that. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like that dude is there all the way having a blast. And you guys are providing that opportunity for them. And it's this beautiful expression and people see it, man. Yeah, I mean, we watched the videos of the dead and, like, it's just like, man, there's nothing for our generation that provides that for our generation. And I would argue that our generation really needs something like that. And that's a lot of the motivation of just being like, we have to provide this for our, even just our friends and, you know, it's, and our community. It's, right. it's something that is needed more now than ever maybe mm-hmm. right. It, right i mean like like you guys said earlier um the music is what gets people there and in a world right now where things are so industrial and like you can get anything you want on amazon and like you know you really you don't have to leave your house for many things or interact with people that are in your community very often uh, in order to you know provide yourself with basic needs uh, you, there's something missing there. Um, and in this scene, in this community of people, they come together for the music and they all of a sudden start talking to each other, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's that, that piece that you can't really quantify that is there. And I think that, that as Elijah said, it is something that's so necessary for societies we were we come from a place of needing one another we come from a place of working together it's the only way that human um humans have gotten to this stage where we're able to be more you know physically disconnected um it's because we we all work together so having 
more things like that that bring people in for one reason or another uh, is just so important. And people will say that it's like, oh, it's for the light show, or they, they put on this, you know, crazy thing where they like jam and whatnot. Like it's it's really cool. You got to come or whatever. But really, you know, what what they're speaking of uh, in their enthusiasm is that piece that you can't exactly nail in in so many words you know yeah <clears throat> yeah when you you know I, I got a question because you just brought like the lighting and stuff looking at your guys stuff I, I need two things we were wondering who does the artwork for your album like you did like unique artwork for each single and then also the connection of spaghetti jesus i need to know, yeah, <laughs> know I need a little to know bit about more spaghetti about spaghetti jesus, jesus. Uh, yeah. So the guy who does our artwork, uh, we just found him on Instagram. He's, uh, his name is Nick Potts. He's from Australia and we just found his artwork and we're like, this is like exactly what we envision for like what our music looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it fits. And it's just like, I mean, with the bands we love, like, you can you can tell like the music and the artwork and it's all tied together and it's all so perfectly matched together and so when we were looking for someone to do the artwork for these singles uh like we knew it was going to have to be someone that already does stuff that is fits with us because also we would never want to find an artist who we think is a good artist and tell them like and try to put them in a box you know right this is what we want exactly (laughs) yeah so we kind of just usually give him an idea and he just runs with it and it turns out great that's right and uh about spaghetti jesus (laughs) that's an old friend of ours and uh he was always into music and he just he he never really picked up an instrument or anything and wanted a way to be a part of the scene. And eventually he just started like getting into the, the old light show stuff. And, uh, he, uh, he learned, he talked with like a lot of the old guys who did stuff in San Francisco back in the sixties. And there's a lot, there's a scene of, of new, uh, like uh, visual artists who do that kind of stuff with, different video mixers and projectors and the liquid lights. And he, he started just doing shows with us and other bands in the local scene. And now he, he does some art for uh, some other bands all around the country. That's heck yeah. And uh, you have yeah. your own Corotta. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kick ass. It see, man, that's, that's what it's about. That, that thing right there, like there's a, a need in your scene and somebody's like, you know what? I dig that. I'm going to give that a shot. And you give them a, give them a chance and they, you can do it and here. you can do it. Yeah. And that, that's, that's really rad. And for you guys, like coming out of, um, coming out of the quarantine that we're in right now, like when it's all said and done, what's the one band besides dead and company? that you would want to see first? Hmm. One band. Huh. I would probably say fish for me. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a tough hmm. question. Tough question. 
Hmm. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, I've been lucky enough to see a lot of fans I like, like Fish and Den and Company, a lot of times. Right. But this, and I, I cannot wait to see them again once this is over, but I mean, something this, this has kind of shown me is that all these bands that like maybe I had the chance to see and, and just didn't feel like it or, or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it may be, like those are the bands that I really want to make sure to, to see once this is over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, there's a lot of bands. I go to school in New York, so there's a lot of bands there, like Garcia Peoples, and I'm not sure if you've heard of them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There's a there's a dead band, High Time, that I only saw once, but they're really good. And there's a, I know they haven't played the East Coast yet. I'm pretty sure, but Pacific Range. Yeah. Oh yeah. We mm-hmm. talked to those guys a bunch, and their music is awesome. And just, just a lot of bands that I've had the chance to see, but just for whatever reason didn't before this. I'm going to make sure. I'm I'm with you, I'm man. Also really, I'm really stoked to see some of our friends' bands. That um, a band in particular that we play with all the time is called Cat Funk. They're like a funk-based band, and I, I'm personally excited to see them play again, just for the feeling of normalcy that I anticipate that will give me. You know. Um, Dude, that, that that's a go ahead, Apple. Oh, well, I was just going to add, dude, you guys. I think I saw it on something. Do you guys? Are, you're getting ready to play a show. You're going to be playing a show July 11th, or am I mistaken uh, well, on that? We might have had. We might have had some, but, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's kind of up in the air. Yeah. Okay. Because Jasper's wondering. not there, and yeah, yeah, yeah the, shit's weird. That that was. Yeah one thing I wanted to ask you too, man, like you you talk about normalcy and like feeling that sense of normalcy. I don't know if before this, I ever even thought of that. Like my day to day as normal. I, you know what I mean? That's a really weird thing that's come out of this is like that desire to go, back to some semblance of what things were and everybody I've talked to has an opinion on um, if that's possible. Do you think it's possible that we can get back to, to I'm not talking about any of the social issues that are going on right now. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about that. I'm just talking about the day to day, man. Like, do you think it's possible for us to get back to that? I mean, I think it's, I think we're, even if it takes a while, I think we will get back do something that we feel is normal. I think a lot of people get caught up because not only now are we just so feel so far away from how our, all of our lives used to be, but also now it's in the past. So now it's a whole nostalgic thing and we're obviously never going to get back to the past, but I think we, we can build into a new, a new way that, that feels just as good as the old way. Wow, that's yeah i agree i mean I, I feel like in life in general here i go <laughs> do, it. <laughs> philosophy. do it man but, uh, <laughs> um 
in life in general, you know, you're always moving forward. That's why things don't feel normal because it's like, oh no, but like there are minute things that change from day to day that you kind of have a magnifying glass to, um, in your experience, but it's always a journey. Like we're always moving forward. And if you don't move forward or you don't progress, at least if I don't progress or I don't feel like I'm, I'm moving forward, then I, I don't feel good. You know, there's such right. a desire and such an urge. I feel like in the human spirit to just push onward and to make things better and to make things stronger. And, uh, there are setbacks obviously, but, um, you're always, it's always an evolution, you know, like, and, and normal changes. Like for a while people were saying this is the new normal. Right. And right. luckily it's seeming like it's not going to be around forever. Um, but it's, so this experience is going to inform us in the future, you know, and that's kind of building off what Elijah said. Um, so it's not going to, we're not going to be able to just erase this part of history from happening and just act in the same manner um, that we did before it happened entirely. But I think that's a good thing, actually. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's about incorporating this and coming out the other side better. Yeah. I mean, it's not to take away from all the lives that were lost and all the terrible side effects of it, but, but when we make it out the other side as a human race just what are the things we learned that we can apply like i even on a personal level i mean we're all seeing really what are the things that we miss you know and Hmm. and those i i bet are the things that are truly important to us big time big i i said i don't know if i said it on the show or just in conversation with these guys but the this situation has brought into really sharp focus the things that are important and the things that aren't. It really brought the focus in. And a lot of the things that I find myself missing or that are important to me are very simple little things like being able to go out to dinner. I was just gonna, yeah. We last week we went to dinner as a family for the first time since like February, because things are opening back up. There was social distancing, mm-hmm. servers are wearing face masks, but they were so mm-hmm. happy to be working, and we were so happy to be there. It was one of the best dining experiences ever. Yeah, it, because you're appreciative of all the little things. And well, and it, at the other party too. That's what kind of changed it. I think was like they were clearly happy to be working. Yeah, and we were enthusiastic about being there. So yeah, that's my point. Like not just for us, but like for a a lot of people, this has brought into sharp focus, the things that are important. And so we become more in the moment and more appreciative of the, the lives that we have not taking, not taking for granted the things that are, that are in our lives that make us feel joy, that bring us happiness. And because a lot of people have suffered, through this thing and our suffering still. And, and a lot of what we think of as rights are actually privileges. And that's, you got, yeah, that's you know, crazy. It's, it, that's been a learning lesson for me. We think, you know, cause we're in America, these are rights that I have. Well, those can be taken away very easily and not necessarily yeah. by government or anything, just by situation. Yeah. It, but 
the thing that you said about music and coming out the other side of this and the music being better or the experience being different. We've been saying, I've been saying that, Apple's been saying that, Mel's been saying that since the get-go. Like, Well, it just it can't not be. Yeah. It has to transform somehow with all the new energy that's being cooked up right now. Yeah. We're all in a big psychedelic yeah, I mean, cocoon right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this whole thing is just a, everyone has been forced to spend time just thinking. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's where art comes from. Mm-hmm. comes from thinking and we've been able to think things that maybe we wouldn't have thought otherwise and who knows how that will affect the trajectory of yeah of, of the of where this goes yeah what a great thought i'm astounded by you guys like for real no bullshit like i i'm astounded by your the like i said earlier the grounded Maturity. The maturity. The wisdom. Yeah, man. Like nobody in your band is over twenty two, is that right? Yeah, correct. I, I the the scene is in good hands, man. That that's all I know. Like if you guys are, are there and handling business, I'm I feel good with that, man. Like, uh, yeah. Thank you. You yeah. guys are so sweet. Thank you. No, it, that's from the heart, brother. Like it's a trip, man. At being older and realizing that you're one of the older dudes, like like Apple and I have joked about it, like dancing at a show back in the day and seeing those old brothers with long gray beards and being like, "Damn, that dude's been around." And then and then, and then like now you realize you're that dude to somebody else. It's like, oh shit, and it it's just really cool to me to like to know that the music really does never stop. And that's not just a cheesy Grateful Dead lyric. Like it's a real thing. That magic is continuing and it's touched you guys and it's done something really profound that it's, it's evident in your speech. Like, like I said earlier, you can't fake having fun. You also can't fake what you guys are saying. That, that comes from the heart. It comes from a real place. And so just man, if I can give you any encouragement, just keep fucking doing what you're doing, man. Keep it up because I feel it. Apple felt we it. We feel it. Mel felt it. It's real and and, and it's, you, it's powerful. And you guys are in great company. You mentioned them early, like Pacific Range and uh, and the guys from Apache. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just you know, there's so many of you guys. Like Aaron said, it, it just it it's it's comforting to know that it's in the right, not just good hands, but the right, the right hands. hands. Yeah. That you guys really, I mean, it comes through in the appreciation and the sound and everything. That it's not that that it's what am I trying like like complete. <clears throat> It's it's complete what you guys are doing. It has everything. And the sincerity is, you know, like the fact that you created your own like motive, like you wanted to bring that feeling to your at least your friends for the you know for goodness sakes, like that is being able to kind of recognize that and then and then do it is you know create the job and then fill the job. That is amazing, and that is a huge entrepreneurial spirit in the music industry there's nothing more american than that right yeah. there that's americana yeah, yeah. man you, so are you putting together a another like a full-length album coming out of this or anything like that are you working on 
doing something like that in the near future? Uh, well, we've written a lot during this whole thing, and as soon as our uh, drummer gets back to uh, the East Coast, we'll we'll be working on all of it together, and <laughs> hopefully we'll we'll be getting some new recordings out. Do we need to do like a GoFundMe to get him back out there? Or is it- <laughs> 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 His name is Jasper. That's my grandson's name, man. And his dad's a drummer. So, oh, wow. really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. So, that's near and dear when you guys say Jasper. I'm like, oh, we need to get Jasper to the family. Yeah. <laughs> well, so now that we've talked for 50 minutes and everybody wants to hear more, where can they find out more about you guys? Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, we're Mojohan Jam Band at Mojohan Jam Band. And uh, on you could find us on Spotify and iTunes, all those places. It's just Mojo Hand. And on Bandcamp, we're mojohandjamband.bandcamp.com. Apple, did you say that they were donating proceeds? Oh, yeah. I saw oh, that, yeah. yeah, that you guys through the end of September. Tell everybody a little bit about that. Yeah, through the end of September, we are donating all the proceeds from Wild One if you buy it on Bandcamp to what's the charity so, called? Yeah, so we're donating um, all the proceeds to an organization that um, is supporting um, African Americans with their mental health uh, because minorities are disproportionately subject to uh, several different um, disorders, depression, and anxiety that we all deal with, but yeah. um, to a level that is much higher than a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so we are donating to a charity that supports their mental health and, and uh, their, the outreach of mental health in communities. What a great uh, That's place. awesome. And yeah. that's, that's for people that buy the single wild one off of Bandcamp? Off of Bandcamp. Yeah, just because right it's the easiest, easiest uh, platform for us to get the money and put it straight where it has to go. Right on, man. That's, that's, aw- that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, well done. Thanks for everything you're yeah. doing. Keeping the world happy and, and melodic and, and, and sweet. And hey, if, as you guys go on, like when you're getting ready to come out with new stuff, if you want to promote Mojo Fest later on when you're getting ready to do it, just let us know, man. You got family here in Oregon. When you finally make it out to the West Coast, you guys could stay with us. Like we're out here. We're here to help you all, every here. step of the way, man. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. And one, one last night, I just got to say, listening to your stuff, I you, you, you guys have great voices. Ian, I love the one you recently did where you're just playing the keyboard. I don't remember what song it was. What what was the song? It was so sweet. <laughs> it was like so the, the song is called it's called Midnight Ghost. It's a song that uh, Elijah actually wrote um, probably about a year ago, and uh, we yeah. haven't recorded it yet. But okay. you should record that. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that, that was well done yeah. enough. I, I was trying to remember. It, I, it felt to me like a song that I had heard growing up as a child, like from my parents in like the early 70s, mid 70s. So it was it just huh. well done. And I liked your voice. It was very sweet, like approach. And just you guys, you oh, guys are great, you. man. I appreciate you sharing your talent and doing what you do to keep this community strong. My gosh, I appreciate you guys. You guys yeah. are awesome. Right on, man. Hey, stay in touch with us. And, um, like I said, let us know if you need anything, and um, I'll let you know a couple of days before this comes out, okay? It'll be a couple of weeks. 
All right, cool. All right, Sounds man. good. Love you guys. Stay, Bye, guys. Stay strong out there. Stay Bye. well. Thanks so much. You as well. Talk to you See soon. Ya. Later. Bye.
I love it, man. The scene is in good hands with all yeah. state. No, not all state. <laughs> mojo hand. No, these yeah, get it. Good they, hands, they, mojo hand. Uh, sorry. No, it is awesome to talk to them and to hear. We hear this time and time again with the younger bands. They know who the other. They've connected. Yeah. Like with Pacific Pacific Range and all these younger guys. Like well, you lo- I looked on there, like Amora, Amora. They all follow each other. A lot of these younger bands we've had the opportunity to hang out with and go see and. Yeah, it's in good hands. <laughs> it's it's a trip to hear a 20, 21-year-old speak with such wisdom. Yeah. And and, and like confidence, and surety, experience at 20 to be able to put that together in that way is astounding to me. Only born in the 2000s. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I I wow. really wish I would have got my shit together sooner. <laughs> I really then do. We wouldn't but be then you would have been different. You, know, you could have been we like a, be you would have been a dentist or something. You got your boring. shit together yeah, around the right time. Okay, I'll go with that. It's yeah. it's really it's you cool, aren't much man. older. You were twenty six, starting to get it together. Starting, yeah. Mm-hmm. But before that, my shit was splattered all over the place. Hey, everybody <laughs> shit splattered all. <laughs> That's over That's what the I'm place. saying. Especially right Side now, sidewall splatter yeah. all over. Yeah. <laughs> Start out in diapers and you try to get out of those for a yeah. while, and it's messy. Playing with your poop. <laughs> yeah, potty potty tickling your pecker. Whoa! Oh god! <laughs> apple. How? Uh, what apple? Yeah. I never. Um, listen, everybody, go follow those guys yeah. on Instagram. Mojo Han. Mojo Han Jam Band. And go listen to the music because it's damn good and you'll enjoy it. I promise. We, we don't, we don't have slouches on the show. No, and this is some more that this is immediately reminded me of Chris Robinson Brotherhood and that same vein. It's not a it's it's storytelling. Well, yeah. And that song, it's not like, Hey, I'm going to put this song on. It's like storytelling. It, draws you in that song that you were just talking about with the in about on the keyboard yeah kind of reminded me a radio heady little bit the the way it felt it was yeah. really cool so yeah go follow man and um support these these guys that are coming up because they are the future of our scene when you know 10 years from now when they're playing big clubs you could say i listened to them when they only had an ep on apple music when mojo fest is boom yeah huge Yep. So take care of each other out there, everybody. We'll be back next week with a lot more stuff and things. It's going to be exciting. I promise you're not going to know what to do with yourself. When you see that notification come up on your phone next week and it's like, ding, No Simple Road has a new episode. You're going to get like butterflies in your stomach because you're going to be so excited by what's going to happen. I don't know what it is yet, but just be excited by it because it's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) And uh, you know what? Be nice. What? Just be nice. Just be nice. Let's, That's a let's, good one. Th- we're going to start this this week with you just doing that. Just be nice. And work from there. And ripples of nice will go out into the world. Pretty soon flowers will be blooming. Birds will be flying. Nice there'll be rainbows. And they'll let, like end at your hand. And there'll be pots of gold and leprechauns. It'll be amazing. That's a lot of nicety. See? Mm-hmm. Told you. Just from being nice. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Take care of each other.
planet is a focus through the spot in the corner that is still intact. The react is both a defense mechanism as well as a fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com.